All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 908 Friday before Mardi Gras, boys, 9 o'clock hours when we talk to Ian McNulty and have fun talking about eating and drinking and what better day to do it than today. And with that, we welcome in Mrs. McNulty's son, the aforementioned <laughs> Ian McNulty, who covers eating and drinking for the Times-Picayune New Orleans Advocate. And basically, if you want a story written, call him. He'll, he'll cut a deal with you. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. What? No, I just we mean. We talked about that off air. No, no, I mean, we'll work for, you know what I'm saying. You'll not just be, <laughs> let me just keep moving here. Hey, here's Ian, yeah, sure. uh, here's Ian McNulty. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to Fat Tuesday. And, you know, you don't get to Fat Tuesday by having skinny six days a week either. No. This is this is a pretty fat Friday we got on yeah. our hands here, Tommy. This is a big, big day for, for uh for, for folks for restaurants especially. Big day at Galatois today, isn't it? Oh yeah. Any any of the any of the restaurants that um you know of, of the old line ilk uh that have that that kind of reputation and frankly anything downtown is mm-hmm. is gonna be is gonna be uh it's going to have a busy day. It's going to have a big day. It's going to have a, a, a raucous day, frankly. Yeah, Galatoire's is, is, is the, the, one of the pinnacles for that, but all of them. You know, the crews have different traditions that they partake in at different restaurants. Antoine's is huge for that. I mean, Antoine's is practically a, a carnival institution oh, yeah, in and of itself. How can I forget that? Uh, but the room they right. have and everything else. Exactly. Yeah, restaurants that that even you know normally don't serve lunch, you know, open up for lunch on on this day in particular. Uh, I mean, it, it's downtown is uh, is, is it, it, this this in a way, you know, Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday is the you know is of course the pinnacle, uh, but today is the on ramp for sure, and uh, and that that shows up in the restaurants. I know a guy. True story. John Goodman paid him to stand in line at Galatoire's to get a table. Uh. True story. Well, yeah, I've, I've listened. That, that 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 has been a thing for a long time. Now that's that's changed a bit uh, through. Do COVID. they take reservations now or not? They had to take reservations oh, during COVID, okay. and they've left that system in place. Remember, there was that period during whatever phase two point three carry the two back around and divide by three, whatever phase that you, was. You know what, Ian? I heard that. Newell talking about that yesterday, and the whole yeah. thing is a blur to me. In terms yeah. of who wore a mask when, what we were supposed to do and not, and he was talking to Doctor Cantor with the health department about it. And I wanted to ask you that: did, Does it all run together to you? Do you remember the different segments of COVID and what we did when? Well, yeah, I do actually. In 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 a way that's anchored by these specific restaurant mm-hmm. and food memories. I mean, we talk about it all the time, right? Like in a sometimes in a romanticized way, like our food memories. And we remember this restaurant because this is where we had our anniversary dinner or, you know, we're introduced to our, our daughter's future husband or something, you know, th- those kinds of memories affix themselves to restaurants and meals. But so do the ones that, that, uh, that go against anything we ever expected, <laughs> like what we all experienced through COVID. You mentioned Galatoire's. I mean, Galatoire's opened 
right away, like as soon as restaurants were allowed to open, 25% capacity. Uh, and yeah, I was like any other sane person who was following legitimate news was pretty worried, pretty scared about what was happening out there. And so, uh, but, you know, I, I you know, put on my jacket, uh, did up a tie, uh, met a couple friends down at Galatoire's and by golly, brushed yourself off, off, started all over again, didn't you? Pour pour yourself a drink or at least order a Sazerac from Mr. Fontenot and, and go back at it. And let me tell you, Tommy, it was weird. I mean, it was wild and weird. And I'll never forget walking to that restaurant, wearing a mask, seeing the the tables spread out at 25% capacity. Mm -hmm. I mean, I felt like I was snorkeling over a coral reef of sea anemones, just like, you know, holding my breath, like, you know, holding my stomach in and trying not to touch anything. I guess I worked from home so much I was sequestered throughout the entire thing. Let me ask you quickly, Ian, because I don't want our time to run out here. Let's Let's take a review of king cake season. Oh, did okay. you yeah, did sure. you find anything new? Any last minute recommendations that people should try in these final four days? Oh sure, yes. Five and days. there's a story about this on NOLA.com. By the way, I call it the, the final cut because okay. that's what we're down to. You know, you've got 47 days of carnival season this year. It's a lot of potential king cake, mm-hmm. but now it's down to these last few, and that means each one is freighted with. Meaning, of course. But, you know, the way I do it, and we've talked about this before, I, I jostle, I toggle between the traditional and the new and the unconventional. Um, you know, the traditional is not necessarily just the oldest ones. You know, like some people, Manny Randazzo, that big rectangular ring. I mean, that's the tradition that they have to have that. Or Antoine's famous king cakes over there on the in Bell Chase, kind of nearby, excuse me, in Gretna, closer by you. Hi-Ho mm-hmm. over Terrytown, another one that does that traditional style. That Wait, was it Bell Chase? What did you say? Uh, uh, sorry, not in Bell Chase, but near Bell Chase. Um, Antoine's. Antoine's famous cakes is in Gretna. Oh, yeah, 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 Gretna, right, on Stump. I on got its, you. Yeah, I've been there. On its way to Bell Chase. All, yeah. all roads lead to Bell Chase. Well, I've now. stopped a couple of times and <laughs> gotten some king cakes from there, believe me. Hi-Ho Bakery, another one in that ilk. And then here's one that, that is, is newer. It's in an old older style, but it's a newer one, and it just it really knocked my beads back. Uh, it was from Tartine, which is a tiny little almost hidden uh, French-style cafe. It's on Perrier Street, which is off of Broadway, right by where Broadway meets, uh, meets the river uptown. Um, but Tartine also has two sister restaurants called Toast, one in Gentilly, one in the French Quarter, another one coming soon in Gretna, by the way. Uh, and Tartine makes a fantastic king cake. And Tommy, they, they handed me this king cake. It's traditional. It's, uh, it's filled. It's filled with cream cheese, which to some people is not traditional, but you know, it still emulates a traditional style. And they handed me this sucker across the counter, and I almost dropped it. It felt like it was filled with books. That's how heavy this really? thing was. I brought it home, and I still was marveling at it. Like, is this really just a king cake in here? I, I don't. I, I was looking around. Do I have a food scale? I don't. Do I, but I have a bathroom scale. Okay, let's see if we can do this. I stood on the scale <laughs> without the cake, right? And, and took a reading. Yeah. And never mind what the needle said. Yeah. And then I stepped off the scale and got back on it, holding the king cake. Yeah. And the difference was like four and a half pounds. And, and the only filled difference. With? With me holding the king cake. No, no, no. I know that. What was the king cake filled with? Goofy? <laughs> yeah, cream cheese. And then pretty soon I was filled with cream. With yeah, the king and cake. then there was no difference when you're standing on a scale with or without the cake, right? Right. right and where right, was that right. from, Ian? Tartine. Okay. It's a place called Tartine. But also they sell them at Toast. 
um, you know, more traditional ones that aren't necessarily old, but kind of follow a traditional fashion. Bywater Bakery, uh, Kaluda's. Okay, that's another one that's out there that people see all the time. At, at uh, that's distributed to countless grocery stores. John always Kaluda always does a good job with his king cakes out there, doing a traditional style. Just real nice. But you asked about some new ones. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of debuts, right? Like, who says who says carnival season debuts are just for the debutantes? <laughs> we have some king cakes making their debuts, too. Um, and again, in Gretna, there was this fantastic little place just opened uh, last spring. So this is its first carnival with a bakery. It's called Bay's Bakery. It's on Lafayette Street. A uh, tiny little storefront. And Bay, the baker, I talked to her a little bit. She does a king cake very differently um, because it's not circular that's like the uniting principle of most king cakes or how off the uh, off the script they get it's usually a circle a ring oh this is a straight almost like a bar or a loaf really and it's made of pastry dough and it is this layers and layers of pastry the one i had was praline filled so it was just you cut into it and, and out like pours these sugary chopped pecans with buttermilk cream poured all over the top and the top of it because it has this pastry texture is just all these ridges and lines almost like the scales of a dragon but covered in buttermilk cream yum that was really tasty. yeah we'll be stopping there on the way home to bell chase my friend i guarantee you that that's on lafayette yep. between the river and the expressway uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yep, just right. Heading, heading down towards the river there. Um, Get ready, Bays. No. I'm coming. <laughs> He's coming on in. When you turned me on to Tommy, because I, you know, I, I take my recommendations from all corners, and, uh-huh. including you. Uh, is uh, I'm not quite Salutos. sure what that means. What, mean, <laughs> but what was it? Salutos Italian yes. cookies. This is the little bakery in uh, Harvey, and they they make a Italian fig cookie king cake, which is exactly what it sounds like. And it transforms the idea of king cake into a, a, a fig cookie, and it turns the idea of a fig cookie into a gigantic version of it done to a king cake. It was really tasty, really different. Um, you, you know what? I got up. my kid uh, uh, a king cake from uh, Brennan's, the Banana Fosters, and she didn't like it so much. She said it was delicious, but she was more of a traditionalist when it comes to king cake. And that while that was a delicious dessert, she didn't really consider it a king cake. And I guess that's the same thing when we're talking about the fig cookie, right? The fig cookie king oh, cake from Saludos? Yeah, there, there is a whole school of king cakes that are not actually king cakes, but are still in the king cake realm, if you follow me. And uh, a couple of good examples of that that I found this year, there is a, a king cake cheesecake um, actually from a local dairy Mote's Dairy. It's it's actually in Macomb, Mississippi, but it traces its roots to the lower uh, lower ninth ward, back generations ago, and they had a, a milk route that they tell me ran from Jackson Barracks to Two Jacks Restaurant, uh, delivering milk from their dairy. Well, now they're in Macomb, Mississippi, but still have a lot of local you know their, their businesses here in the city, and they make a cheesecake out of their milk. They turn it into a Creole cream cheese, so it has that subtle kind of sour tang. And they turn that into a cheesecake. They serve that year-round. Uh, I should say they make it and distribute it year-round to some groceries around town, some stores. Uh, and for carnival season, they turn it into a king cake. So the, the crust underneath is, is king cake dough, and there's cinnamon shot throughout the cheesecake. And it's got this icing on top and, of course, purple, green, and gold sprinkles. And is this a king cake? No. Does it taste sort of like a king cake? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it delicious? You bet. <laughs> and uh, another one that was just... 
this plate-sized cake, and you have like a slice of it that's just so filling and delicious and good. And I mean, you actually know where the milk came from for this cheesecake in your king cake, which is pretty cool. This mm-hmm. local, local, local thing. And all right, the other thing I got into this this season was chocolate king cakes. So there's different niches in the king cake realm, right? This kingdom is huge and it has lots of room. <laughs> and so the, the chocolate king cake became an obsession for me. And one I found on the North Shore at Mandeville. Um, was at Crumble's Mandeville Bake Shop on Florida Street. There uh, has that huge uh, roller, uh, oversized uh, dough roller on the on the on the on the facade right up front. And uh, this thing is called the Voodoo King Cake. This is another heavyweight. This is another one where they say, "Get ready, it's heavy." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah." And they <laughs> take it. And you're like, "Oh, I should have braced my back. This thing is heavy." The Voodoo King Cake is filled with chocolate cream cheese mm. and then topped with chocolate icing and chocolate chips and chocolate brownie chunks. And, and where is that again? And pecans. That's at uh, Krummel's Mandeville Bake Shop in okay. Mandeville, obviously, Florida Street. Um, so just some fantastic ones. I think I talked about the Bobka King Cake earlier. You did. In one of our broadcasts. Yeah, that was another highlight of, of, of is this King Cake? No, probably not. Is it delicious? Yes. We're not arguing about whether it's delicious, whether it's shaped in the in – the, it's, it's a delicious cake done in the style of carnival season. Let's put it that way. So if somebody um, wants to go out with a bang, Ian, and you're going to tell mm-hmm, them mm-hmm, the top mm-hmm. three or top five king cakes to have before Ash Wednesday, and you were that, that's what you were limited to, what would you tell them? Okay, let's go and for And what flavors, here. too, if, the, if unless you're just a traditionalist. Just do it. Just stand in line at Manny Randazzo and Metairie and get one of those enormous table-sized rectangular king cakes and put it out on the table. Well, you need a pickup, and... you need a pickup truck to take that home. I don't know if you knew it. <laughs> well, you it's... can get those at, at the U-Haul. Yeah, so it's hard to get in the back seat. All right, so Manny Randazzo <laughs> is not one of them. Go ahead. If you're, you know, if, if, okay, if you're in the same area, Maurice French sure. Pastries, Ridgeway? also in Metairie. Uh, it's Holland, I want to say. Okay. It's right around there. It's, right on the, it's on the fringes of Fat City. It's in the, the, the Fat City metropolitan. It's on Hesper. 3501 yeah, Thank you. Yeah. All right. There you are. There you are. Uh, and the Panchatula is just this grand king cake. And this is one that you, you have to deliver gently. It's you know filled with strawberries, hence Panchatula, and whipped cream. And That's it's a traditional. And it's fantastic and it's delicious. That's yes. a Maurice's. Yes, I've had that. Okay, so what's number three? District Donuts. Really? Uh, they have a, a number of locations. This is a not traditional one that I just think is so good. It is pastry style. So the ridges and the, cr- the exterior crust, just it crackles and crunches. And you cut into it and it's layer after layer after layer of pastry. And they're doing an almond version this year that you know really evokes king cake but has the texture of pastry and mm, it's just that was that's a that district knock my thoughts off. i guess yep. both in lakeview and elmwood or wherever else uh, lakewood elmwood um there's one in the lower garden district uh they've got a they've got a couple of them now. all right two um, left one uptown we're not quite this to is... diabetes yet we have two left we're gonna eat. <laughs> okay right, i mentioned tartine and i have to say it again i mean yeah. that was one that stuck with me all through Carnival, and frankly, because of the heft of that thing, will probably stick with me through most of Lent mm-hmm. <laughs> in a different way, but there it is. Uh, and then uh, a shout-out to a newcomer. Um, expecting bigger things from them in the future, but right now they're, they're, they're rocking it pretty well in the King Cake game. Dough Winners. And Dough Winners is a 
differently spelled name. It's a Vietnamese bakery. And is that the bakery is, that they're building that you told us about? They are building it. Yeah, they're building it. It's on uh, Lafayette Street and, and right down the street from Bays. But Gretna, you can still Gretna. get a king cake there? Stuff. You can get king cake at their sister locations, which is Tauntaun Restaurant and the Huey's Peas Pizzeria. Oh. And then a number of other um, shops and markets that they distribute to. And, and they're oh, doing. Honey, a, we're bringing a lot of king cake home <laughs> with us today. Yeah. They're doing a Vietnamese style. They're, they're, they're a Vietnamese style bakery, and they're doing a king cake that, in some ways, is highly reminiscent of the Dong Phong king cake, which you know is a perennial. It's going to sell out. You have to get on. You know, if you didn't order one already, you can't order them in advance anymore. You can still get them. You can go and get Dong Phong and pick one up. Dong Fung's amazing. Um, it's classic. It's well known. I love it. I also love these newcomers and the difference that Dough Winner is doing with theirs. It is. It has this familiar shape. It has this pastry style croissant dough that they're using, and then they pipe it through with this filling that perfectly emulates Vietnamese iced coffee. Mm. Cafe Suda at the restaurants. It's rich, strong creamy and it's shot into that king cake and when you slice it you can see it when you bite into it it really feels like you just knocked back a demi toss of vietnamese iced coffee i'm making a note here ian buy bigger pants because i want to make sure <laughs> i have something to wear after thank you sir have a great mardi gras we appreciate talking to you as always and i guess we'll talk about some seafood next week because it'll be lent let's dive in baby thank Goodbye, you sir laissez right, les bon temps ian mcnulty all right. We'll take a break. Thanks, we come Tommy. back. You bet. Thank you. We're going to talk to Eric uh, Paulson. A lot of people have been calling. They still think we're affiliated with WWL-TV, which in a way we are. But they wonder what happened to Eric's face. So we're going to talk to him about it when we come back here on WWL. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.